one, say one nice thing about the film. And mean it. Um... Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that says, get to the shopping mall. Joining me, as always, is the man that comes with a detachable liver, arms and dignity. Warning, some assembly required, available in all good and bad toy stores. It's Sean Ferrick. Ian. Ah, It's not a tumor. Oh, God. Uh, Anyway, movies have done. Happy Christmas week, everybody. Woo! Merry Christmas! It Woo! is hastily checks calendar December the twenty first. It is Tuesday, yeah. December twenty second. The twenty second. Yes. Yes. Coming to you live. Uh, Time travel, kids, don't do it. And how are you? Are you in the Christmas spirit, Ian? No, I'm back from the future. Oh, yeah. No, I am. Yeah, feeling feeling festive. It's cool. Excellent. Um, cool. In in good form. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, mis- good, full of what? Christmas joy. Oh, right, this is what you're getting at. I don't like this movie. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> it took me a while to get there. But it's okay, you see, you're, you're a nice person, and because everyone who has ever said anything bad about this film has, in fact, contributed to uh, Jake Lloyd's mental issues and uh, his Aww. problems that he's gone through in life, and to then badmouth one of his first and great acting roles would only make make things worse for him. Plus, this was one of Phil Hartman's last roles before he was shot in the head. You know, it was one of the reasons why this is a, a lovely, lovely film of happiness. But no, Sari, Ian, what was it you were going to say about Jingle All The Way? So, bad things happen to good people. It doesn't mean that good people have to make a bad film. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, so, this... I actually suggested that we do... Yeah, this week we're doing Jingle All The Way. Um, and I actually suggested this because I'm a massive Schwarzenegger fan and Terrible this man. film do it um, until now this film had like a a special place in my heart because I remember watching it growing up and I, I did you obviously put it in the box with um, Kindergarten Cop and a little bit The Last Action Hero because hmm. it's a bit self-aware and goofy um, I wish I had left it in that box of childhood um, Rewatched it today and it's not good. Is this the first time you've rewatched it since you were a kid? Because yes. I've watched this like a few times over the last 10 years, say. So I knew exactly I what we helps. were getting into this week. But I'm I'm fine with camp. But this this movie... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this movie is... Hey, I'm the champion of camp. That, and this that, movie's that is... not, not fun. It's not... It's it's The gags aren't... This is the Shrek movie of of Christmas film. Yeah, you don't, I don't like, like Shrek? Shrek movies. I like the first half of the first one. The hell is wrong with you? What yeah, happened to it's you? Fart jokes. Woo! No, the first Shrek. Never mind the sequels, but the first Shrek movie is Donkey. excellent. Donkey is good. Yeah. Shrek is okay. That's the whole Donkey! <laughs> no, if it was me, you'd be dead. Yeah, and that's <laughs> bloody hilarious. It's the delivery. Yeah, and it's also in the first half. <laughs> the second half, I'm just like, eh, eat a what's it. Eat a Farquhar. So good. Welcome Wipe your shoes on the grass, please. Keep, no, keep your keep your please keep off of the grass. Wipe Shine your, your shoes. shoes wipe, wipe your face. Face. Um, Dinner is. Durex uh, is. <laughs> I thought I was the one who was not safe for work. Bloody hell. Um, right, well, look, we'll get into our massive yeah. disagreements about this film soon, um, but is there any news this week? There's news! To the news! News team! Assemble! So, the news. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of news this week. Um, he's immediately forgotten what it was. Yeah, um, so, Mr. Little little Mr. Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen, is back as Darth Vader for... Is it Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader, the TV show? Or is it just... But it's just Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The TV show. Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. yeah. So, this, this, this uh, project was announced... Oh, it's been on and off for years, but it was confirmed, I think it was at Star Wars Day this year. Um, 
I say confirm, confirm, because Hugh McGregor walked out on stage and said, I'm doing this TV series. Hi. So, yeah, fantastic. And so I... I'm both... Di- no, right. I'm really happy for Hayden Christian, who I have never met, but I am really happy for him <laughs> because of, on he brand with this price. episode, the shitstorm of hate he got over particularly Attack of the Clones but uh, to a lesser because Revenge of the Sith is a good film it's still very much one of the Star Wars prequels but it's still it's you know it's still a good film like it's still got great moments Um, and you know he just got absolute hate from you know toxic fandoms and also people who've never seen the films whatever so the fact that he's back that's really really good Having said all of that, when, if we're going, because I, I, I don't know where the chronology is, but he gets made Darth <laughs> Vader uh, in, you know, the last third of Revenge of the Sith, right? Yes. And he's been cast as Vader. He's not been cast as Anakin Skywalker. Um, no, he is Vader, yeah. yeah. So that means that potentially the entire Obi-Wan Kenobi television series will be between Vader taking off from Coruscant and Vader landing in the dust sans leg and arm. Because otherwise, what is the point of casting Aiden Christensen in the Darth Vader outfit when presumably you're going to have something that sounds like James Earl Jones doing the voice? Yeah, no, there is no point. This is exactly the point I was going to make because we talked about this last week. (laughs) That's it. um, When, uh, what's his name, passed away. Um, Uh, I'm a hideous person for forgetting his name already. David Prowse. Thank Actually, you. sorry, just on that, uh, sorry to talk over our news, I do have to say that we did lose another member of the Star Wars family this week, Jeremy Bullock. Who, yes, the original um, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. Uh, he passed away, I think it was the day before yesterday. Lol, because we're not recording this on Tuesday. But it was the day before yesterday. Um, yeah. And apparently well known for being incredibly generous with fans, always gave us time, never begrudged anyone. So just, yeah, that just, happened this week unfortunately as well yeah loads of people came out on twitter just saying how awesome he is and just a a genuinely nice guy that you don't see in the limelight just was a nice dude so yeah rest in peace very Um, much now yes sorry back to hayden christensen in the suit i i mean i know he was in the suit at the end of revenge the sith Mm -hmm. well some melted mannequin was in the suit like fuck it it didn't have to be hayden christensen at all and whatever's inside the suit doesn't have to be Hayden Christensen. Like we said, it's I can only the imagine voice is Vader. That's it. Like whenever um Vader's moving around or doing anything, it's gonna be the voice. So I can only imagine we're going to get either because we don't know how much he's he might be back for a cameo for one scene or he might be a supporting character. I don't think it's been confirmed yeah. as of yet. So I mean we might just get uh in his excuse me everyone for not knowing the phrases, the ball thing in which he rests while he's out of his suit. The thing oh, sorry, that goes, I, thought you whoosh, were, I thought you were describing his head. I thought all we're going to get is the bull thing that is now his head. Yeah, that he is, that is horribly, it. horribly burnt. Well, that'll learn him for not having the high ground. Won't it? Well, exactly. How The form, the form that I imagine it's going to take is flashbacks. So I think there's more to the Obi-Wan um, Anakin story that we haven't seen. And I know, yeah, he's cast as Vader, but... I wouldn't be surprised if they used that as a bit more padding because fuck me, there's a time jump between episodes one years. and two. Oh yeah, yeah, of at course. least maybe fifteen, but it's it's big, so there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, but yeah, I don't unless you're going to use Hayden as Anakin, it doesn't need to be Hayden as Vader at all. But yeah, that's bizarre. But I totally agree. I didn't want to gloss over the all of the fan hatred because yeah. that is just ridiculous to me. Um, the Star Wars prequel, I love episode one. It's my favourite Star Wars movie. It was my first one be... that I caught in the cinema. Same. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's our generation. That will yeah. be the one that they saw. Um, And overall, the trilogy isn't necessarily let down by the acting. It's let down by some crappy writing and a bad story and a heavy, 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 heavy reliance on CGI and bouncy Yoda. And it did, it's unfortunately, just... I mean. to funnel that at Hayden. Absolutely. No, absolutely. He became... It felt like he became yes, the scapegoat. he became the symbol. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Of and, the bad trilogy. 
And Phantom Menace, no, Phantom Menace, I have a lot of love for. I mean, yeah, objectively, oh, if you were coming to it for the first time today, it might not be a great film, but it hit all the right notes. Uh, I think it's a fantastic film. I love it. I no, mean, great. people moan at it for being about politics and the Senate and there trade negotiations. There is quite a bit like, of trade negotiations. I love that shit. You would, I mean, this is no surprise that Ian's brain loves that shit because in space... That's exactly what it would be about. It wouldn't be about good and evil and lightsabers. It would be, yeah, but we own that moon and there are things on it that we need. Yeah, but there are people on that moon and they Not need my protecting problem. and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Attack of the... Okay, Attack of the Clones. I won't... It's... It, actually, do you know what? It is a bad film... As in, it's badly paced. Um, yeah, I, I think the whole scene with the clones at the end is fantastic. That's brilliant. Yes. But it, it spends so long kind of slumping through the film to get there. And it's all very, very forced. So I will say it is a bad film with some really good things in it. But it has some great set pieces. Absolutely. So I will watch the film all day long for the sand arena thing where you've got Mace Windu and everyone just going oh. absolutely batshit crazy. Yep, yep. No, absolutely. Awesome. Um, and then Revenge of the Sith is the best film of the original trilogy. No, still episode you one. Still, that's, that, that's cool. For me. That's for cool. Me. But it's so, yeah, it's the, oh man, we thought that that was going to be divisive until um, The Last Jedi turned up. <laughs> we thought, there's no way anything will be more divisive than the original trilogy. Ah, hold my beer. The Last Jedi. Brian Johnson. I have thoughts. All right. I think we save the thoughts. For, I think we're going to have to do something with the Star Wars world, or else mm. we are going to be here for another two hours. Uh, Sorry okay. about last week. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Okay, let's let's. People are still but listening really, really to that. Good. Episode. Do you like it? Yeah. That, no, oh, I do like hours. it. I do like good. it. I think. Okay. It is a film Same. in which people spent millions of dollars and ticked an awful lot of fan things, and people were still butthurt. And I'm quite angry at how some of the reactions to yes. that is that. I mean, if nothing else at all, don't bully people online. Like, don't and like. That was really gross. That's it was really disgusting. On, it was absolutely yeah, disgusting. Gen, yeah, that's just out of order. I no time for that. It's films. Also, it's not yours. Star Wars is not yours. It's not anybody's. Yep. So back off. It is there to be enjoyed. If you don't like it, no problem. Hey, Nobody. switch it off. There's a few others. Few other variations to watch, isn't there? That's um, true. And well, thanks to yeah. Disney now. Fucking, you won't be able to move for Star Wars, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I had something to say about that, Last Jedi. Um, oh, you know, yeah, that was it. It was so, so controversial. It killed Ryan Johnson's trilogy, yeah. which I think could have had a chance of doing something, but yeah, murdered it right in its steps. Yeah, absolutely. So we could, I think we could talk the next hour about Star Wars. So let's move on to Dungeons and Dragons, of which, Sean, I'm sure you could talk for hours about. Absolutely. Let's. Roll a 20 and good for plus one comprehension. Um, um, we'll give you that. That's uh, it's close enough. That's and, fine. Um, I don't know. I was once assaulted by a bard in a tavern, if um, you're lucky. And um, meanwhile, a wench <laughs> wobbled over to the lake for a reason. No, you can't call them wenches anymore. Oh, oh! Did you assume I was talking? Did you ass- did you assume I was talking about a female? I didn't. Oh, bet you, you did. I, for you the purposes assumed- for the purposes of this podcast, listeners, Ian is as red as a tomato right now. You can fry an egg <laughs> on his face. <laughs> no. So this is the news that um, there's going to be a Dungeons and Dragons movie, another one. Hooray! Uh, there hasn't been one in a good long while, um, and this is going to so. This is what kind of annoyed me, is it, the news almost wasn't, there's going to be a Dungeons & Dragons movie. The news was, Chris Pine cast in Dungeons & Dragons movie. So I know exactly where you're putting the horse, the horse, the horse and the car in this situation. Chris Pine is going to stumble into a D&D situation, um, I would imagine. Um, I don't know how they're going to frame the film, but... What if it's something like... Okay, now... I am not a player. I have I've I've had one or two campaigns before in the past and it was all good fun and I certainly didn't spend it texting. So I <laughs> what what if it was something like Chris Pine is a real world player, you know, he, he just enjoys the dragons and then through MacGuffin or situation ends up and it's a bit like the cartoon series from the eighties, which I haven't watched probably, well, no, not since the 80s. I don't remember the 80s that well. I was there, but not for long. Um, where it was, Just you were following... years of it. I thought you said it was 9-11. I was like, oh my God. I was like, controversially. Um, 
Nine uh, and a half years of that. Never. I was calling you old. What do you mean it was nine and a half years ago? No, I was saying you said you weren't there for much of it, and I said you were there for nine and a half years of it. I was insinuating you were born in May 1980, thus making you a lot older than you are, in fact. Uh, but I was born in 8080, and I, I, I don't yes, think you know me at all. Yes, that was the joke, dickhead. Oh, I don't know, guys. I think Ian's been on the vino tonight. Uh, <laughs> I know I have been. Um, but, I mean, what if it was something like that? Would that be, so I'm asking you as both a D&D player and someone who has been known to tickle his scrot while watching a film from time to time, <laughs> is that a film that you would enjoy? Because I know the Dungeons & Dragons film that came out, I think it was around 2000, and that was all set in whatever fantasy universe the movie set it in. So I'm I'm a huge, huge Dungeons & Dragons fan. I play, I DM, I love it. Um, I'll absorb all of it. Um, and I, I'll sit down and I'll watch the film. I'll give any film a chance. Um, it, it, there is no reason it can't be good, but I am... I just keep hearing Warcraft in the back of my head. Is cast some cool people. I want this to be made by people that don't. They don't have to understand the rules of Dungeons and Dragons, but they need to have been. You don't get it unless you've been involved with it and you've been kind of in a campaign. Because um, it's it's not about the, the 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 dungeons and the dragons. It is much more about bar fights and talking to people which admittedly doesn't make a very exciting film but um there's there's a way to frame it where it doesn't have to be like page master or um oh, the never ending so story where it sucks or jumanji where it sucks you in and you're a fish out of water it doesn't have to be like that and i just i worry that casting chris pine is a bit of a stunt but i love chris pine having said that he i've never watched him in something i didn't enjoy so awesome i'm probably just being pessimistic but i mean I think princess we'll... diaries 2 is your favorite film i think right oh uh, i'm on record as saying that is it is up there with back to the future mm-hmm. um, and and my two favorite three favorite films god just knock it out the comedies but um it's all right i know you're gonna cut that out and post it's fine <laughs> <laughs> just beep yeah you'll never know you'll never know what film i said that could have got me cancelled absolutely um i i mean I'm trying Will to think. you watch it as somebody? Oh, of course, yeah. Like I, I tangential to Dungeons and Dragons. I watch it, and yeah, now I would it. have, I guess, uh, enough knowledge to know vaguely, like you know, group comes together. Uh, obviously, like the, I mean, I say they'll hardly be rolling dice. Maybe they will. Do you, do you know, it yeah. depends how they it decide depends to what do angle it. you take it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then again, we could be completely wrong. It could be a Netflix film, and it could be interactive. Um, that is something I would do. I really liked, uh, not Babadook. <laughs> well, I did not like Babadook, box. but also Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, that was the one. That's such a rude word. Right in the Bandersnatch. I really enjoyed that. I, I was hoping Netflix would do more of them, but they didn't. I did, they did one with Bear Grylls. They did one um, with the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And there's a yeah. couple of other things as well. Um, it didn't quite... No more big releases. Yeah, it didn't get the oomph and the kind of pomp and circumstance that Bandersnatch got, which I maybe they're just logistically fucking difficult to make, I would imagine. But the the way that took it was really, really cool, where it kind of it looked at you, the viewer, um, and said, Yeah, no, no, I know someone's making these decisions for me. Messed with my head. Oh. So yeah, I think we'll we'll follow the Dungeons and Dragons um news as it develops and we'll definitely be reviewing it. Um uh, I'm sure my insanely analytical nerd brain won't pull it apart this is what we'll do we'll we'll, if it let's say it comes out on friday the first of january 2022 or something right uh if it is a friday um we'll let you watch it and then we'll just let you sit on it for a month while you gather yourself that's fair that's Uh, i think that's a good that's a good idea sorry i i need to skip ahead to january 2020 uh, i think what kind of crazy calendar is doing this it's going in circles Friday, January, yeah, fill up your drink, that's fine, January, buckle in guys, this is some good content, January, Friday, mate, Saturday the 1st of January, you were one day off. I will take it, <laughs> I will take it. Oh, uh, okay, on to Jingle All The Way? On to Jingle All The Way! Alrighty. Right. Why do you love this film? Because it's very silly, uh, it is very... It has obviously some jokes that are aimed at mom and dad, but this is about a man who's just trying to be a good dad for once in his life. 
He's yes. not. Yes, he is. No, he's yes, not. He is. If he is, he's doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, he. I. I. I am correct. You are wrong. But I will hear your thought process. Um, is Arnold Schwarzenegger the best choice? No. <laughs> but does it add something to the comedy to see? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Bloody Luton. That yeah. I agree with. Um, I think Phil Hartman is pitch perfect as the sleazy neighbor Agreed. Ted. Uh, absolutely, just like. No, there is. If they were ever remaking it, drop the character, don't recast him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you just don't. You don't really need him either because he's. Oh, but he's you never do and you don't. No, it's he's never true. He's insidious. He's a bit of filler, yeah. isn't he? he? But I'm never in any. I'm never in any kind of qualms that he has a chance or that this is a danger. Yeah. So, what purpose is he serving? Just it's other the, than to make him feel worse, I guess. It's because he's supposed to be the, uh, obviously he's a baddie, but I have the nice house and look, I can, you know, we can do the 2.4 kids and I'll always be there and I'm thoughtful. I went and got the Turbo Man doll weeks and weeks ago. And it's because it's all about, for him, it's all about showing you how good he is. Uh, It's called a doll several times. They're wrong. It's an action figure. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, for the purposes of this, uh, okay, well, all right, that's it. Let's commit to this. You call it an action figure for the rest of the show. I'll call it Dolph for the rest of the show, and that's it. Brilliant, cool. That is definitely that is on brand. That works, Daddy. So when Arnold Schwarzenegger dresses up as the Turbo Man doll, um, <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to say that to his face. He will break you. I have, and this is one of my this hand that I'm holding. No, this hand that I'm holding up, which is my right hand for everyone who can't see, has shaken the hand of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get the dodge out of. What? Um, yeah, so I was I was probably about Jake Lloyd's age, right? And they opened a Planet Hollywood um, oh, restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. In, uh, for my Irish listeners out there, in Stevens Green in Dublin. So it's where, again, to my Irish listeners out there, it's where I think TGI Fridays is now. So they did, oh, it was Two a huge event. from where Sean lives. Um, his address is number 31. Yeah, uh, George, you are way off. Um, <laughs> That's what he wants you to think. Not even close. Come on, lads, it's fine. I have wine. Um, it, it was a huge event. It was big, 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 big. Because yeah, this know. is the 90s, like, and this was, you know, we didn't know what money meant here. Have some more of it. And um, it was owned by big players. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. And so we were, thanks to my dad's job at the time, we basically managed to get into this I mean, it felt it was it was done as a premiere. I mean, it was opening a restaurant, but it was done as a movie premiere, right? Yeah. So myself and my sister, um, we were up against the railings right next to the red carpet, and there was Arnie, Sylvester Stallone, Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes, and Demi Moore. I don't know if Bruce Willis was there. I don't know what year it was because I'm thinking in my head Demi Moore, Bruce Willis. I'm not sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, but definitely Sly, Arnie, Wesley Snipes, and Demi Moore were there. Yeah. Um, and but again, I, I, I had my hand crushed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know what? I like that. It was you held up a hand, but it was actually just like a broken pulp. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You, you know the way, like you know, whenever you see me doing anything with my hands, one is always delayed. It's as the robotics are trying to catch up with the other one. You know. You could just peel it off. Yeah. It's quite ironic that Arnie gave you a robotic hand. I know, right? Love it. But yeah, it was. It was so yeah. Potentially. That adds a little bit of nostalgia to this film. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, I get uh, that, I get it. Um, because I would look at this film and I go like, yeah, like, is it the best film in the world? No. Is it the best mm. written for the film in the world? No. Does it make me laugh and smile every time I watch it? Yes. No. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm uh, wrong cue. It does, but what it is, and I think you'll agree with me on this one, is that for all of its humour and jokes or whatever, my God, is it an attack on capitalism? Oh, it it is, but it isn't a successful one. I will give you that one. I will yeah, give you that it, one. Yeah, it comes... Yeah, we'll get on to that in a minute. Before we move off of Sleazy, sleazy Wannabe Husband, have you heard the, um, the non-canon, in inverted commas, backstory that um, Philip Hartman came up with for him? Oh, no, I haven't. As to why he is the way he is. It's really cool. He said, this isn't approved by Chris Columbus or anybody, but... Um, in his head, what he liked to think was that um, 
he worked at a toner factory and got exposed to a tone a load of toner chemicals and it made him go a bit crazy so he lost his job um his wife left him because he went a bit doolally um but then he sued his employer and got a ton of money which is why he can afford to live the life he does and explains that, why he's a bit loopy i mind that that is so <laughs> random and i like I that i love it i mean a to- of course it's a toner factory cuz why wouldn't it be toner um, factory Everyone was going toner crazy in the 90s. Absolutely. I mean, like, you, you couldn't move for walking into a house party and just, hey, kid, you want a bit of toner? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. Got, got mm. a bit of blue? I've got cyan. I never oh. run out of cyan. No one ever runs out of cyan. I mean, why call it cyan either? It's ridiculous. But the cyan toner is running low. You'll have to replace it. Rubbish. Um, so, argument one why this film is bad. The internet agrees with me. Okay, okay, go for it. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it is getting lower each year. Last year, it was at a 16%. Uh, This year, it's at a 15%. May I just address the tomato in the room? Yeah. All right, tomatoes, Ian. For God's sake. What did I say? Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, did I say Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Right, I'll check that in the edit. (laughs) On Rotten Tomatoes. I know you're so self-conscious about it. <laughs> what did I... I did not say tomatoes. That, you I did. would have noticed. You did. On right, rotten, stop, stop the recording. You did. I did just, 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 just cut all this out. We'll just start again. But it was so funny because... it. But you did it in your normal accent. Um, as right. a, Like, you didn't put on... But you were like, you know... Like, it's 15% on rotten tomatoes. Like, good look. That's me First being First of you. all, is that my... Good. That's your impression of me. That's, that, that, that's also me being James and Mel and Alfie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Our extended family. Absolutely. Well, at this point. Um, yeah. Sorry. Rotten Tomatoes. It's a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I did. Shit you did. Bed. Yeah. Sorry. It's a 15% on Rotten Pears. Um, and I'm just, I'm on board with it. That's what it should be. Now, I don't usually hold a lot of stock with Rotten Tomatoes unless, oh, that sounds really weird now, <laughs> on that website, unless they agree with me. Um, and in this oh, case, they do. Of course, fair. No, Joe, you know actually, I hear you on that one. Sometimes the amount of, I tend to go by IMDb an awful lot, and I, I also disagree That's, with a lot of yeah. their ratings because it's so subject, um, yeah, subjective, I guess, because yes. so many user uh, ratings. Movies are, are subjective. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. It's hard to even be a critic. Um but yeah, I just I think what this movie is setting out to do is to yeah to highlight how ridiculous and how commercial Christmas has become. However, it doesn't give you the but at the end. This is the true meaning of Christmas. It's like great, you bash it and you highlight all of the shit, but then you don't you don't remind us what the true meaning of Christmas is, which I think is the point. I think, and I'm not disagreeing with you, I think maybe what they were trying to do, um, and I feel they needed maybe a bit more of the ending to do this, but it was when, um, oh, the kid's name, oh, Jamie, sorry, Jamie, when Jamie hands the doll to Sinbad and says, I don't need this, I have the real Turbo Man, of course, Turbo Man is dad, and it's all about, oh, you know, family and I think yeah. they were trying to say the real meaning of Christmas is family. Now, I will absolutely agree with you. He stood there in the Turbo Man outfit, in the Macy's Day Parade, and there was... I mean, I don't know how rights worked for this, but Cat in the Hat was there. You had pictures of the whole. Oh, my yeah, God, had, it had everybody. Yeah. Every, like, X-Men had things were the there. Half of Marvel yeah. Universe were in there. Yeah, um, yeah um, half I, of the Warner Brothers, the Looney Tunes were in there as well. I don't know how they did that. This is a Fox film, isn't it? Um, Actually, yes, sorry, it is. It, it, it no, is. It is. It is. So, yes. Marvel sold off a lot of their properties in the nineties because they were facing bankruptcy, which including is why, including the X Men and Fantastic Four, exactly. Yes, that's why they're in this. Um, and well, that's I'm but sorry, uh, Rabbit Hole. The sense. Hulk was pa- uh, Paramount, so I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, which is why that squiffiness happens with the Hulk not being allowed to have its solo movie in in yeah. the Marvel in the MCU. Um, yeah, that is a weird one because that Macy's Day Parade thing is packed full of everybody. But yeah, Bert yeah. and Ernie are there, so I don't know who owns Sesame Street. Yeah, <laughs> which hey, means Bert. it's obviously yeah. gay friendly, which is nice. Um, yeah, that's good to know. So um, that that ending, it's if cool if he, oh man, they step on their own ending. So if somehow um, Howard manages to get not Howard the Duck, Howard the Schwarzenegger 
manages probably in there. He will be. Um, manages to get the action figure and gives it to his son. If then Jamie decides to give it to Sinbad's son, fantastic. Because the parents, you guys are assholes because you've been fighting over it, and it needs the kids to teach them. The only reason okay. Jamie gives up um, Turbo Man action figure is because he has a real-life Turbo Man. That's not selfless. That's, I don't need this anymore, therefore I will give it to you. So there's no value in giving it away. Mm, I think... This is why nobody... Honestly, it's, it's not often I say this, but I think you're being harsh against a kid here. No, because... I'm being harsh against the writers, because I, no. I think a kid in the real world... No, some, Jake Lloyd no, wrote this film. Some, yeah, some kids are shitheads and they won't do that. But some kids will genuinely, they'll give it up. They'll see that a kid is sad and give them their toy. But most kids would give up the toy that they don't need anymore because they've got the next best thing. Or they've got the, the thing that's even better. I am terrified for if Jamie, if they bring that suit home and Jamie gets into it because that is a fully working jetpack. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got things about the suits. My God. Um, <laughs> I really like, I have to say, like, so the opening, the entire opening third, if you like, of the film, um, before he kind of starts his quest, uh, I really like that. He is very clearly a salesman stuck in the Christmas period. Everyone's his number one customer. I think I that's really, customer. really good. Yeah, yeah, I think that was... And, and he calls her the number one customer on the phone. Thought, so yeah, no, good. Everyone's good. number one apart from, their fam- apart from his family. Nails it. Yeah. Nails it. Um, and... Uh, Arnie's acting chops. <laughs> is there... I think, I think I will do it because you will take a big giant crap on this, all right? <laughs> Go so, ahead. This is the story of uh, a boy who's kind of down on his luck, but he has a friend who is a professor who invents a time machine out of a DeLorean. <laughs> and what they do is they go back in time and death. Where this was going. And he rides his mam. And Great then they come Scott. forward Great in time oh and he finds God. out he's got two heads. Still a um, better Christmas movie than Jingle All The Way. Uh, moving on. Uh, okay, it's better in every way, in fairness. But Back to the Future, it's like, you know, saying, hey, like, this gold is better than this nothing. Yeah, th- capitalism. Yeah. Um, so, so Howard Langdon is a businessman who I believe sells mattresses, and he is fairly successful, but he's also very, very busy. And he's got so obsessed with his work that he's not making time for his family. Back at home, his mum... Uh, not his mum, uh, his wife. Oh dear. <laughs> you have got some. Are you okay? Like, is is there something you need to tell us about you and your mum? You see, I haven't had enough wine, so uh, stuff's coming out. Uh, love you, mum. <laughs> and it's Jamie, his son's uh, purple belt competition in karate. And the only thing that his family wants is for him to be there. Uh, you know, the mother is, and I will ask you to very quickly uh, check the name of the mother. It's completely escaped the uh, my my memory. Um, so all she is trying to promise the guy, don't worry, no, he said he'd be here, he said he'd be here. And through a series of misadventures and his own arrogance, because he drives up the hard shoulder in heavy traffic, Hello. gets pulled over by the cops, and, you know, thus begins a side plot of him and a cop. And it's all very funny, but of course he misses the competition. So he starts the film on the back foot in terms of being a dad. His son, Jamie, wants only one thing for Christmas, and that is this... Rita Wilson. ...is the actress's name, who I believe... Liz Langston. Liz, thank you very much. I believe Rita Wilson um, is part of a very successful couple, I believe. I've just closed Google, hang on. That's all right, yeah. Um... I, be- I I believe a Tom Next time I am doing is related to her. Yes, I've got Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Tom Hanks, and they are just the cutest couple, aren't they? Like they've been married since 1940, and they're just yeah. they're so cute. She looks she looks well in this film. If that she's been married since 1940. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will have no more of your synopsis bashing of mine, by the way. I'm trying to give the entire beautiful um, yeah, story you, of the film. Your opening third has taken longer than the actual opening third. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because the more I talk, the less you have a chance to shit on it. Oh, so just, I'll go two he, hours. <laughs> no. Uh, he has not got the toy that he was supposed to get for Christmas. And then, like all fools, he decides to go out on Christmas Eve, which is the longest day in the world. It is the yes. endless day. Um, so he must have left the house at, I don't know, 3am when the sun was already up. So I presume it's set in Alaska. 
during the middle of winter. It must be. Uh, because and um, when there's a little montage of him going through the phone book and driving around and all of the shops exactly. and pits. How? It's not even close to sundown when the Macy's Day Parade stuff happens. Unless it's a very small town with a weird congestion problem and a massive budget for a parade. Um, I was going to, yeah, it's like, yeah, the parade kind of undid the very small town thing. But yeah, yeah okay, cool. We can remember um, that. Like, it's, it's weird because that, that traffic he's trying to get out of at the start of the film, like, that's LA. Yeah, that's like LA traffic. deep traffic. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he tries to get the doll, goes from store to store, gets laughed at by people who are like, you thought you were going to get this on Christmas Eve, you bloody fool. And this is where the, like, capitalism side of things come in. Mm-hmm. He makes a frenemy out of Sinbad, Myron, mm-hmm. who is a postal worker who is also on the hunt for the same toy as well. Um, and wackiness ensues. Um, stuff that's going to get Myron sent to jail for the rest of his life ensues. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, like, there's no question. He keeps running into the same cop who is apparently Superman. And, um... That poor guy, like, if there's a poor bastard in He was just film, doing his job! He's like, just getting shit on all film yeah. long. I was in a bomb uh, squad for ten years. Boom! Sorry, they're all dead! <laughs> yeah, now we know why you're no longer in the bomb squad. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, sleazy neighbour Ted is doing his absolute best to replace him at home, uh, culminating... In the scene where he puts the star on the tree, which you don't do. Never touch yeah, another man's you, star. You never put a star on another man's tree. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Write his wife, but don't you dare touch the star on that tree. Yeah. The lost art of euphemisms. Absolutely. Never quite made it to Ireland. Uh, he, uh, and then wackiness ensues in the, in the third act. So, Ian, what did you like about this film? You didn't sit there for an hour and a half going, I hate my life, I want to kill everyone involved in this film. No, so what, because what I, did remember, you like? I asked us to do this film. I remember liking it. And then I just, I think I've just got old and decided to pull shit apart. Um, I I just think the message is lost in the film. Um, so, sorry, you asked me what I liked and I'm just going straight into what I still don't like. So I, what do I like? I would just watch Home Alone. Because I was going to say, there are some goofy bits that I like, that Chris Columbus does really, really well, but it's done a thousand times better in both Home Alone films. Okay, so did you hate every second of this film? I didn't hate every second of it. I like I like snow, and there's quite a bit of snow in this movie. Um, you seem so annoyed by this film. Is it because you remember it being better yes, exactly. than it was? I remember it being fun. I remember it being... I remember more of the... Um, Sinbad and Schwarzenegger sabotaging each other um, and there's actually none of that not really like stuff happens to stuff happens to each of them individually that stops them from getting to where they need to go but there's only really the bit in the shop at the beginning where um, Sinbad trips him over and um, Howard uses the remote control toy by the way he has no line of sight with that remote control car he didn't know shit unless that's got a camera on it. He wasn't aiming for him at all. He's in the middle of some aisles. Now it, you know, if if that's going to be a problem, a lot of Christmas films are going to really piss you off. Yeah, I know. I need to stop. I'm not doing this next year. I'm not rewatching any Christmas. I'll just do it from memory. Oh no! Like next year, Krampus. Better watch it. No. Um, <laughs> okay. So, do you feel that this is a good kids movie? You know what? Yeah, this is a cartoon. This movie is a cartoon in a, yeah. in live action form. So that's I a really good description. Is, yeah, this is perfectly fine for kids. I think, but I don't know who it's aimed at. If it's aimed at kids, fantastic. But you're also teaching kids the. If that's the point, you need to hit home the true meaning of Christmas stuff harder, because at the minute, what you're saying is it's absolutely fine to guilt your dad into getting the toy and if your dad doesn't try this hard to get the toy that you want for Christmas he's not a good enough dad is what a child's brain is going to take away from this did you not get the doll that you wanted this year I didn't get the action figure that I wanted this year (laughs) but I don't know it's not Christmas yet you maniac I could still get it well, that is that. Do you that, get what I mean, your, though? Like, it's... I I do, and I do, and I really do hope you get it off your dad. But um, 
we'll see if that lands in the edit or not. Um, I no, I do, do you know what? I, I love your description that it's a good cartoon. It would be yeah. a very good cartoon, and it is. It's zany and it's over the top, and people survive things they absolutely would not survive in real life. For oh, example, yeah. holding a bomb, <clears throat> literally holding a bomb, yeah, without yeah. losing your hands, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, my hands are, my hands are wrapped up in bandages, and yet I'm still able to hold and point a gun later yeah, in the film. Exactly. And also, Sinbad's going to jail for having holding two people up with a fake bomb, and isn't tampering with the post like a federal crime as well? Like, hundred percent. So like, right, he's gone. Point of order on that: when Schwarzenegger is out running him to the radio station, <laughs> he wasn't searching. Oh yeah, he wasn't searching for the bomb, was he? He, he, was, was, no, just he was just chucking shedding weight. So lose the whole fucking bag then. Why are you just like, if you have no respect for the sanctity of the US Mail Postal Service, Mr. Trump, why you don't ditch the whole bag instead of just one thing at a time? And then randomly decide, you know what, I'll just throw this one at Schwarzenegger. Cool. Throw them all at him. Trip him up. Well, that's true. But like, the, the best line in the film, it, it applies, it's not from this scene, but it applies to this because Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. You, you can't convince us that anyone no. in the film stands much of a choice. And, you know, later on, he's, <laughs> he's done everything, he's run everywhere, and Ted the sleazy neighbour mm-hmm. goes, you can't bent press your way out of this one. Oh, I love like, it. Ooh, 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 hello. That's directly at Arnold. That's Thank not even at Howard. acknowledging this one. Yeah, ah. exactly. Just acknowledge ah. that you're this muscly, muscly mattress salesman. Absolutely, yeah. I was like, "What? What are you? What are you not doing in life that you have time to do this?" Yeah, like, exactly. being a good father. Please, um, yeah, amazing how much yeah. time you can gain back by not caring about your only child. Good to know. Good to know. Shut up! I said I'd feed you later. Um, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> like, Sinbad was never going to be like a rival, rival, but but he is for most of the film, he no, he's he's a big because Arnold, yeah, like apart from the obvious, Arnold is big anyway. Like he's quite tall. Yeah, he's only six yeah. foot two. Well, I say only, but that's like tall, average tall person. Sinbad's like six foot five, six foot six. When I met him, I was about three foot even. Yeah, so he will always be a giant to me. Yeah. yeah. The, the only reason I know that is because Danny DeVito was nearly cast as the mailman. Um, but it was oh, too, no not way. Danny DeVito, uh, Joe Pesci. Sorry, but it was too similar mm. to twins, which yeah. they'd already done that dynamic with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it was like repeating the same joke. Also, um, Joe Pesci's just going to shoot him. Yeah, Joe Pesci would just straight up murder his ankles, just kill him. Um, <laughs> but, McCall- yes. Culkin got away. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> won't. No, yeah, no, he'd have got home, and Jamie would have been dead. <laughs> On the tree. He's the star <laughs> on the tree. The oh, my God. Uh, uh, the head of the reindeer is in his bed. Anyway, right, moving swiftly along. Moving on. Um, Do you know what's unnecessary in this film entirely? Pr- tell me if I'm wrong. The con man fake Santa bit. It, it, I enjoy the scene as a gag. It, yeah, it neither adds nor takes away anything exactly. from the film. You can just, it's just kind of that, like leave yeah. it on the floor. Nice to see James Belushi, though. Yeah, um, and the Big Show. Wrestler. WWE wrestler. Was he the Big Show? Giant Santa is the Big Show. Oh, because yeah. I, I, I checked him out in the credits and it just... Because um, I, I do not know my wrestling history, so I don't know where in wrestling history this falls. He was credited as such and such, giant, such and such. Um, yeah, no, he would have been he would have been known as the Big Show at this point. Gotcha. Um, and it, it was... Bless him, probably just 10 years too soon <laughs> to, be, to be doing film cameos and for it to go somewhere. Uh, bless him. But yeah, it just does. It, I, I get it. Like, there's a whole like sub level of Christmas toys and, and knockoffs and, and things. And yeah, I get it. It's there. But I don't know what it. And it's Santa other who than brings just, you crap. It's the good dad who tries to get you the real shit. Yeah, exactly. It's. I. It's a set piece, really, isn't it? It's something... Well, we need him to do something or else our, our film is only 75 minutes long. So let's just do an extra scene of... Very Santa, possible, crazy yeah. Because um, you could I, easily lose it. There, there is a couple of good gags in it as well. I I do like... I mean, it's ridiculous, but I do like... I think he punches him and he kind of heads oh, he over ducks. heels his way back to Oh, the, no, that, yeah! yeah. <laughs> he punches one of the Santas right on the nose and just donk, oh, donk, so donk, funny. donk. And then one of the elves who's played with, uh, he's played by yeah, um, Jules one Vernon. of two. Jules Verne. Ju- not Jules Verne. Fucking hell. 
Jules Verne. Yes, in between writing uh, his seminal uh, works, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Um, Jesus no, Christ, I am a hot mess. Wh- um, while you're while you're checking that out, it's um, something Verne. I, if you're thinking of Vern Troyer, it's not him. Vern Troyer, no, it is. It is Vern Troyer. He's he, one of the little elves that's on might, Schwarzenegger's neck, I and then he ducks and gets punched in the face. Different then. Um, okay, no, I'm thinking of maybe it's the main one. No, the main the, elf is yeah, different guy. That's who I'm thinking of because he's one of two actors from Spring of the Teenage Witch. In Correct. This film. Yes. And um, no, yeah, Vern Troyer is he's only in the fight scene of the Santas. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, Shit Santa Showdown. Shit Santa Showdown. Yes. That might be the title of the episode. Phil <laughs> Fonda uh, Fondacaro. Yeah, him. Um. Yes, Phil Fondacaro. Cool. Grant. Um. And yeah, so he is very funny in this film. Uh, but he just, it's a great line. He's going. He's like, I'm not going back to the joint. It's like every one of them is criminals inside. <laughs> like, um, I love it. It is. It's a film of set pieces, really. Um, it, there's no, there's is, no discernible there's no, plot. Yes, exactly. It's missing a plot that joins them all together. And this is, it's just it can't be the same guy that made Home Alone because that has got so much heart and so much structure to it. This is just, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Arnold Schwarzenegger did some shit? It, it has heart, but nothing like Home Alone. Now it has heart, but where it, it's very surface level heart. Where, where it's, is it's, it? It's, it's the big. It's it's the box ticking. It's the you know, dad makes kid happy on Christmas Eve. Yet box ticked. We've done that after having been somewhat of a terrible dad he's up to this point. He's ruined Christmas Eve because he's not there. But also he's go like so. There's so many things. He's going to jail. He committed yes. a home invasion. Yes. In his neighbor's house, especially, smashed the window. Yeah, especially as Ted has now been shunned by Liz, and it's probably and he He's seems gonna, like a petty man. Exactly, he will vindictively persecute them for that. He does seem to have raised a nice kid, though. Really, I had this memory that the kid was a little shit, but no, he's like when he's Jamie gets picked. He is spoiled, but when Jamie gets picked by Turbo Man at the end, he turns around and goes, "Yay." Whereas the pair of them initially were like, no, he's, look, he's looking at me, he's looking at me. Yeah, and goes, Hi, exactly. Jamie. And they're kind of high-fiving when they see Goofy yeah. and everything. Um, no, 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 I get that. And he's actually got one of the best couple of lines in the film where he's just like, hey, your parents should try getting divorced. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> that is Are a you? good little commentary on, oh, parent, kids of a divorced parents. They, there are things where they could get spoiled. Oh, good times. And why does he have a reindeer? I mean, it's explained in the film, oh. but why does he... Uh, you really thought of everything, didn't you? What happens to the reindeer? Are you going to shoot it? No, I'm going to take it to the woods and it's going to be adopted by... So, my partner, the stop looking at me like that. Get to the chopper. Do it! I've never been Sean! so Record the show! Kill me! So, your partner. Sorry, my partner, who is a trainee veterinary nurse... Um, I hope I got that the right way around. I'm really sorry, Mel. She's a veterinary nurse in training. That's better. Um, she turned to me and was just like, bullshit, there's no way that a, a flock of... A flock of deers? That's weird. A group of deers are going to adopt this fucking reindeer. Like, that reindeer's going to die out in the woods. And I was like, ooh, that's dark, but I believe yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's not a good person, this... this no, this, uh, no one's a good Ted. person in this. Um, Liz, Liz is a bad person for staying with Arnie. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, that's, that's harsh. She's enabling him. That's still harsh. <laughs> but um, I don't know the kid, Jamie. He's good, maybe. No, he. Okay, no, okay. He is good because he hasn't had a chance to be bad yet. So he's still impressionable. But if he carries on this path, he's going to end up being a bad dad as well, because he's not learning any lessons here. He's learning that. Oh, I lost my dad for Christmas Eve because he was going out to get this thing that I want, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good lesson to learn. Do you know my favorite? My favorite. I don't know if this was intentional. It can't have been. But when they're in, um, Howard is in Jamie's room, and he's trying to win him over, and he's just like, "What do you want for Christmas? What can I bribe you?" Into loving me? How can I do this? And Jamie's just like, "Don't worry, Santa's got it sorted." 
Howard then says, yeah, but, but Santa's really, really busy and he might not be able to help. Oh, like you. So not only is your dad too busy to do nice things for you, Santa is now too busy to do nice things for you as well. You, my friend, are alone. Get used to it. That's the world you live in. You've got to learn sometime. I feel like I've absolutely killed you. <laughs> you you Sean, haven't. I don't you know haven't. at what point, but Sean's taken his Santa hat off. <laughs> he just set fire to it in the corner. <laughs> Closing thoughts on this film? Closing thoughts? Oh, God. Oh, um, no. Um, it is. It's one of those. Like, It's never going to stand up to... Criticism, and I I fully appreciate that now myself. It's never going to stand up to criticism, but um, it's got it's got nostalgia. It's got kind of funny vibes in that respect. I'm not even saying it needs to make sense. I'm saying the message it's trying that I think it's trying to give doesn't work. It doesn't give it because by the I'm sorry, Sean, but by the end of the film, it is. Yeah, Christmas sucks, and it shouldn't be about the toys and whatnot, but it also shouldn't be about your dad dressing up as Turbo Man and saving the day, because that in itself is an unrealistic expectation for for dads. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I mean, on that respect, then, all action films are an unrealistic expectation for dads to try and meet. Yeah, but action films aren't set in the real world, you douchebag. I, I, absolutely, I will fight you. I will go so far as to do an entire Which episode one? on Die Hard about you, about this with this one, because yeah, that is, that, that is realistic. Un- there is nothing, exactly, there's nothing that Bruce Willis does that any dad couldn't have done, or any cop couldn't have done. Hmm. Any cop in that same situation could have done that. Well, I don't know, like, the other cop does a good bit, but he doesn't walk barefoot through glass. Yeah, because he's on the outside of the building, you dick. He'd have had to break his way in. I say we do a full episode on this topic. I think that's happening. I think we'll do uh, something ridiculous and record it on Christmas Day and, and release it on the same day. We'll... You can edit that one. Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is that Arnie doesn't, or Howard, doesn't earn his ending. Can we agree on that? So oh, by yeah. the end of it... Hey, oh yeah, it's absolutely. all resolved. It's happy, fantastic. He's now the best dad in the world because he because ra- what... he ran away from the police and went through the right door. Exactly because he didn't get the present when he was supposed to, and he hasn't. I like your glasses, and he Did hasn't he? made time for his son. Like that doesn't getting the toy and dressing up as Turbo Man doesn't undo the day to day stuff. So it's easy to do big gestures. It's hard. To be there day to day when it counts. I have this thought, right? So there is a jingle all the way too, but I haven't seen nor, to DVD. nor do I no, plan to see it. I haven't seen it either. So in my head canon, Jingle All the Way Two is set about this long after, about twenty years after, right? Howard Langdon, entire business got completely crippled in the recession, right? God, no, like no one's buying a new mattress during the recession. Yeah. And um so lost the house, divorced everything. Um his son had a brief flirtation with an acting career. It didn't really work out. So they <laughs> they get together uh, Christmas of 2019, because, of course, they can't get together on Christmas 2020. And, you know, the entire day, uh, Jamie is trying to tell him about how, you know, they're working hard at life and mum's doing okay. And every single answer is, yeah, but you remember that time I dressed up as Turbo Man for you? <laughs> That's probably a good little 10-minute short film. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is um, there isn't a there is a post credit scene. Did you know? Did you see it? I didn't see it this time. Uh, remind me again. What it? What is it? So it's pretty funny. It's actually the only thing I laughed at in oh, the whole God's film. Sake. Sorry. Um, it's they're all back at the house, and this is what really cemented that it's a douchebag film. She kind of wraps her arms around. So sorry. Howard puts the star on the tree. Mm. Liz wraps her arms around him and says, you know what? You know what got me thinking is that everything that you went through today, so obviously he shared all of the shenanigans. Yeah. Everything that you went through today really showed me how much you care about Jamie and everything that you'll do for him. It doesn't, but fine. It got me wondering, what did you get me for Christmas? And then it's like a faraway shot, zoom in on his shocked face because he hasn't got her anything. And then it's credits again. Um, and apparently Jingle All The Way 2 was going to be him spending the last like few hours of Christmas Eve 
trying to get a present for her before Christmas Day, so it takes place on the same day. I don't know. I don't know. I would have fucking loved that. I mean, that yeah, but I awesome. know you would have made it dark. Like, you know, yeah, as the hours went on, she would have started to go like, mm, yeah, how is Ted? You know? Yep. You were like, you know, and then, you know, by the end of it, you'd be like, oh, well, is Jamie even Howard's, you know? Yeah, this is a nice, this is a very nice kind of leather jacket. It's a very pale tan. Like, how did you get, a t- Where, where's Ted? <laughs> too soon, too soon. Too soon. Oh, no, Ted did, did the actor that played Ted die? He, the, the actor that played Ted was shot in the head by his wife. Get out. Yeah, he is, you probably recognise the voice, he's Lionel Hutz from The Simpsons. And I did not, I, I knew that, yeah. but I did not know that he, really? Yeah, Phil Hartman, he was murdered by his wife. Bloody hell, yeah. that's rough. That is rough, but I mean it's probably about as rough as you can get, Ian. Yeah, no it is, definitely. Uh. And now he looks Sorry. so guilty. Takes a big giant crap God. over a film I like. Not an absolute twicker in his eye. Yeah, but it's because it deserves to be a bad film. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Dungeons and right, Dragons so is crap. Anyways. You're, you're crap. <laughs> Christmas so, cheer, everybody. Christmas cheer. Have I swayed you at all? Not at all. You still love it? Uh, no, it's, just, it's a fun slice of silliness. But do you not think it could have been better? Like, it could have been... Actually, I think do you know what? a bit lazy. I don't know. I actually don't think it could have been better, but that's not me saying it's great. I think there is... <laughs> it's exactly it where is it exactly should be. It's exactly what it is. I, I don't yeah. think... But I adding things to it, I don't think it really would have... I mean, it, this wasn't Home Alone. Do you know what I mean? And no. I'm thinking of other great Christmas films because there isn't enough plot there. This was no. Man Tries to Get Doll. And some of the action figures, some of the jokes don't land as well, especially some of the stuff that Sinbad says, like when he's mm. screaming about racism. Mm. It's like, that's, I don't think the joke you're trying to make there belongs in a kid's film if you're aiming this specifically at kids. Um, also the whole letterbomb his, thing. It's, yeah, not, that's it's not as funny as they think it is. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Like, this is extreme, but I don't think it's funny. And it's definitely not kid's film funny. Because that's what takes me away from making me think that they aimed this directly at kids. Because there are jokes in there for mum and dad, but they're not clever. But yeah, I don't know. I just I, some it's one of these things. Certain films should just be left in the past, shouldn't they? I'm. I mean, yeah, you're you're not wrong. There are some films that have. I mean, there are some films that were bad at the time. There are some yeah. films that have aged very poorly. Um, which makes you question what you were like at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, well, a child. Uh, Do you know what I couldn't help but think when um, Liz is saying, right, you, you got the action figure, and he's like, yeah, no, I got it. And she's like, okay, good, I'm glad you got it, Like, because that's the one thing he wanted. All I could hear was, use it on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you smell like cheese and bit of bacon. <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese. I mean, I don't think that's a bad smell. But anyway, uh, potentially not a Santa smell, though. No, not one that you really want. Do you want to be dead? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Uh, uh... yeah, just watch Elf. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to poo all over the film. That's quite... Yes, you did. But that's okay. That's okay. Because a lot of things you said, you're not wrong. I think this is one of those films where some films... There is an argument either way. You can be swayed. You and it's happened on this pod several times. Uh, you or I have been in a certain headspace, and by the end mm-hmm. of it, you were have we've managed to switch over. I think this is a you like the silliness of this film, or you see the nonsense without yeah. any of the magic. And That's it. And I, I think it needs, yeah. I'm totally happy with cheese and silliness. Um, if it makes me belly laugh, or if there's the, the heart behind it or there's a good message I just don't I think this is just a bit lazy um, and again Schwarzenegger running through like the kids thing is pretty fun um, trying to get the ball the, the lottery ball um, it's pretty fun but it doesn't it doesn't hit me it's still just I think on paper if this film was written out to me and sent to me I'd think that's hilarious because when you write down all of these ideas they sound really really funny but then when you see them on screen for me it just doesn't quite land it doesn't it's not as funny as you think it was going to be mm. and i don't know it almost it's almost like too high concept of all of the turbo man stuff like they put like they directed an entire scene oh, just hold for up turbo now. man i'm going to be the one to say this is not a high concept film 
there are no potentially no. people were high while conceiving this yeah, film. indeed yeah absolutely <laughs> i would yeah 100% but uh no i think like you know is this the greatest or even goodest uh christmas film no not even a no. little bit and you i think you'll right, you'll never find it in the top 10 christmas films and i, I don't like mean that uh, in no, some no. people's top 10 though oh maybe some people's but like if you were to you know and i don't even mean that it's a wonderful life christmas level i mean like the no, home alones no, no. or or else yeah. it won't be in that but it got me right at the right age That's and fair. it was just yeah just a nice little size thing i'd seen like you said i'd seen things like kindergarten cop and that was fun mm-hmm. and you oh, know, i'm terrified of rewatching kindergarten cop now because in my head, that's one of my favourite Arnie films, but I, I, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen I it probably since the up. 90s. So Yeah, we should probably do that. Oh. I don't know, because I, I, I need you to be happy for a while, so, I mean, I'm ner- nervous. It's that's fine. I'm just going to go watch Back to the Future. That does, yeah. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, happy. That's yeah. Cool. Um, close it. One, say one nice thing about the film. And mean it. Um, Liz is pretty. She is. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's fun to hear him say words. It is. <laughs> His accent is entertaining. <laughs> They're two of the most belittling things that I could possibly say about two people. One of them's pretty. One of them talks funny. Yeah, that's bad. To all of our Australian listeners, thank you very much for yeah. giving Ian a belly laugh. No, I just it's if you want Christmas cheer and you want an adventure and a romp, there's films that do it so much better. This one just doesn't doesn't do anything for me at all, other than just hearing. I just, I enjoy watching Arnold Schwarzenegger do things, but this one really tries my patience. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us for what was a fun episode on a, a beloved childhood film. I, I do have one wrapping up thought, which uh, also un- which also undermines um, that this was like a, an attempt at capitalism and uh, an attack on capitalism and whatnot. Because you know that one of the inspirations was toys, so they liked the idea that I think the original oh who was it that was going to direct it originally? Cronenberg. Um, no, it wasn't Cronenberg. Can um, you imagine? Sorry, so this was it. Um, oh, Chris Columbus was in the running to direct Planet of the Apes, the reboot in the 90s, which didn't come out until 2000, 2001, and Schwarzenegger was going to be starring in that as well, okay. instead of um, who we ended up Mark with, Wahlberg. which was well, Mark Wahlberg. They both departed at the same time and then went on to make this because somebody else dropped out I can't remember who was um, the original director for Jingle All The Way, but either way, he dropped out um, and Chris Columbus took over and was inspired by the success of Toy Story and the fact that he had to search everywhere two Christmases ago to get a um, a Buzz Lightyear figure for his kid. So he was inspired by that story and then made a film based on that. Um, So it's they even made... um, Oh, who was the original director? Yeah, so this is it, sorry. So, the writer and the credited writer is Randy Cornfield, but Chris Columbus actually rewrote most of the script, so Mm. he's got... This is very much a Joss Whedon, Zack Snyder kind of thing. He... the, The jingle all the way that we know is Chris Columbus um, and because he focused it, but they were both so Randy was influenced by the Cabbage Patch Kids success um, and Chris Columbus came in influenced by Toy Story and whatnot and they they made a, um, a Turbo Man action figure which went to market and was a huge Christmas gift and whatnot and then they were going to make an entire range um, but the the Dementor action figure never got out of the prototype phase. So I'm like, you can't make your movie criticising capitalism and then fucking cash in on it by releasing a shit ton of action figures and making more money on that than you do most of the film, thus creating the problem you're addressing. Yeah. Don't buy it. 
I don't buy it. I'm, I do not buy that as a as a reason for making this film. Yeah. Victory sip. Absolutely. Oh, oh, dead. There's, there's no. That's yeah, fine. I'll just go and shoot and yeah, myself. C- correction. Sorry, Chris Columbus didn't direct at all. Brian Levant directed. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Ian, always taking away Brian Levant's credit from him. I mean, it's my goal in life to ruin him. Yeah. Um, right. Anything else, Sean? I'm really sorry. I hope. I, I really hope I haven't ruined it for you, and that you can enjoy it still. Anything else? I will say that it's it's silly magical film. And this has been one of the least fun episodes that we've done together. I fucking loved it. I think it's been amazing. I think I've happily defended my corner quite well. Um, So, we will see you. If we don't see you before Christmas and we don't speak to you before Christmas, have a lovely Christmas in whatever... I'm going to stop hiccuping. (laughs) While he hiccups, have a lovely Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Um, Stay safe. Um, not sure obviously what your individual situation is with the way the world is at the moment so just look after yourself have a lovely Christmas period and yes a holiday period sorry I should say and yeah just just have a great time and thank you so much to everyone who's been listening throughout the year as well yeah it's been awesome like starting the podcast this year has been incredible Um, and talking to you guys on Twitter as well has been brilliant didn't think we'd um, actually have as many (laughs) we'd have like two people listening and that's about it and we would both know both of them so to have people that we've never met before listen to us and interact with us is awesome um yeah so we've just had the tier four um kind of stuff announced um over christmas so there's a massive question mark about whether we can actually see people over christmas so um our dms are both open um if you want to reach out have a chat go for it especially if you're you're not where you want to be this christmas Come and have a chat. We'll talk movies, and I'll give me your favourite movie, and I'll tell you why it's a bad film. Uh, this is how our relationship started, and <laughs> we're still going strong all these months on. Uh, do reach out. Remember, you're not alone, guys. You never, never anyone, never anyone is alone. The wine's kicking in, <laughs> but have a very, very, very happy time. We're here. We we live on the internet. There is no such thing as time off. Yeah. Well, like Johnny Quest. Do you remember Johnny Quest? I do remember Johnny Quest. Johnny it was Quest reboot was as well. Do you remember phenomenal. reboot? I don't want to talk about the reboot, but I do want no, to reboot. No, 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 no. The Quest. show reboot. Oh, sorry, the show reboot. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't watch reboot. Okay, then we have a, potentially an episode for another time. Uh, but cool. for now, I have drinking to be doing. So lovely. Have a good Thanks, one, everyone. guys. Thank See you. See you soon, everyone. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies. I, at least, would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnglishIrishGTM, email us at anenglishmanandanirishman at gmail.com, and check out our website, www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com, where you'll find all of our previous episodes. You'll find me on Twitter at galactic underscore Dave, and you'll find Sean at Sean Ferrick. Thanks for being awesome, and we love you very much.